Welcome to Beyond the Minimum, where we'll be exploring the world of work. We'll be chatting about concepts, ideas, and phrases, explore practices, and delve into what good looks like. Work can be purposeful, value-led, and more meaningful to all who interact with the workplace. This podcast is brought to you by Tanya Hewitt, who lives in unceded Algonquin Anishabe territory, otherwise known as Ottawa, Ontario, Canada. Hello, everyone. Recently, I went to a drugstore and I had to stand in line for a while. So I started to look around and notice things that I hadn't noticed before. For example, I was looking at the decorated wall above a lot of products. It was beautiful. It was lavender flowers in a field and it was just relaxing. And then I noticed that it was above all of the beauty products. And I thought, well, look at that. Nature has such beauty. And underneath that, they had lipstick and eyeshadow and blush and all of the beauty products that a lot of people buy. And I just was realizing that is quite the contrast. If nature on its own is just so lovely... Why is it that it is the canopy for all of this artificial beauty that a lot of people use in order to present themselves to the world? I just thought that was an interesting conundrum. Today's episode is Sayings That Should Cease. Today's saying that should cease is... The customer is always right. The customer is always right is a very entrenched idea, certainly in the North American business world. However, looking at Wikipedia, and I'll put this link in the comments, it's actually a little bit more pervasive than what I had first understood. It seems to have come from people like Marshall Field, John Wanamaker, and Harry Gordon Selfridge, who popularized the notion of making sure that the customer is taken care of. And it's one thing to take customer feedback seriously because there may be important improvement opportunities that otherwise the business wouldn't know about if not learning them from the customer. But this shouldn't go to the Césarites, le client n'a jamais tort, or the customer is never wrong, or the German equivalent, the customer is king, or the Japanese equivalent, the customer is a god. From this same Wikipedia post, it's refreshing to learn that in 1914, a fellow named Frank Farrington brought up the idea of customer dishonesty, playing with this whole idea of the customer is always right, as well as customer responsibility in the phrase caveat emptor. More recently, I have heard from Pat Lencioni, talking about a healthy company, Southwest Airlines. I'll be able to put a link into the chat from a Medium article that I found, not written by Pat Lencioni, so it's not just his say-so on this. Other, other people know about this as well. So healthy companies know who they are, what their core values are, and what they are not. In this example, humor is a value that all Southwest employees must embrace. 
In delivering the FAA mandatory announcements about seatbelts, oxygen masks, exits, and the like, the flight attendants do so with humor. After our honeymoon in Florida in 1996, my husband and I must have been on a Southwest flight because I remember laughing so hard at exactly this. And I remember filling out a comment card, being so impressed with the with the incredible humor of the flight attendant who, you know, really should be in a stand-up comedy show. It was really, really funny. However, one customer did not take this this way. She was insulted by Southwest making fun of legitimate safety rules. And according to the article that I'll be sharing with you, um, she was complaining about all sorts of things, not just the safety rules, and told the CEO of Southwest in a letter. And very famously, the CEO wrote back to this woman, Dear name, we'll miss you. Signed, Herb, who was the um, CEO of Southwest Airlines at the time. Essentially, he was saying, there are plenty of other airlines, and if you don't like ours, don't fly with us. The customer is not always right. The customer might just be a bad fit for the company. But it doesn't mean that the company has to change who they are fundamentally to mold themselves to the customer. There's a movie out there, and I'll put the info in the show notes, called Assholes, a Theory. It's based on a book, but... Aside from categorizing different types of assholes, there is a super clip nearing the end of the movie on Baird, a financial company, that has a no-asshole rule. While the clip focuses on employees, I could see it extending to customers very easily. If you are an asshole, find somewhere else to invest. Most recently, I heard a number of stories locally while we had mask mandates during the pandemic, where my customers were rude, belligerent, even violent, due to their refusal to wear a mask being enforced. They could not come into the business, and as a result, they turned very, very inhospitable. The owners of these businesses had no problem banning these people from their premises, perhaps even with restraining orders, because the customer was not in the right in these cases. Overall, the mantra of the customer is always right is folly. Customer feedback is helpful, but bowing to the customer's demands regardless of the circumstance is just nonsensical. I thank you for listening. I don't know if this is your first episode or if you are a regular listener, having really appreciated some of this content. I just wanted to tell you that I really do appreciate you for listening. If you would like to express your gratitude for this podcast, I would encourage you to buy me a coffee. Head on over to buymeacoffee.com slash Tanya H. That's buy b-u-y me m-e-a coffee c-o-f-f-e-e all one word dot com slash t-a-n-y-a-h tanya h i will put this in the show notes and i would really sincerely appreciate your support in addition to that you can rate and review this podcast 
And I really, really appreciate that you are here listening to what I am sending out to you guys. Thanks so much. Thank you so much for listening to Beyond the Minimum with Tanya Hewitt. We hope this episode aligned with you. Maybe it was diametrically opposed to you, but at any rate, we trust it made you think. The more we can think about our workplaces and start talking about them, the more we can collectively make a real difference. If you're living in Canada, please find out the Indigenous territory in which you reside and begin using it to introduce yourself. Please reach out to Tanya through her email, tanya at beyondsafetycompliance.ca. Connect and chat with her on LinkedIn. Follow her company, Beyond Safety Compliance. And remember to ask yourself the question, how does your work look? Because we can always go beyond the minimum. <laughs>